The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday, and we're talking college football with Dr. Ernst, and only Dr. Ernst. Ernst, sometimes sometimes your celebrity just gets too big. It, it makes other people nervous, and they want to have a podcast on a completely different day so they you know don't get outshone by other people. Right, right. It, uh, I've, I've had that effect before. So. <laughs> uh. But you know the the thing about it is with Sex Panther not being here, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to know who to pick anymore. Right. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, usually, usually I can get some good spots where I know where I, I need to fade and, and, and things like that. But uh, it's going to be kind of maybe hit or miss today. So we'll see. Oh boy. <laughs> well, he's. You know, I hate to say it, but based on last week's picks, he was the one who was the hot one. So. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. He had some good, good spots last week. Yeah, yeah. Not too so bad. I guess we gotta, we gotta up our game today. Let's do it. All right. Where do you want to start? You want to give me the rotation number, and we could just zero in on that game and go from there. Yeah. Well, we got a game tonight, right? So uh, three thirteen. Oh, okay. You're looking at Ohio State Northwestern. There we go. Let's see here. Ohio State opened up as a twenty-seven and a half point favorite, and now it's twenty-seven even. 27. Okay. So it's uh, gone the other way. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think Northwestern caught a uh, bye week at a good time. Uh, last time out against Nebraska, they were missing a couple quarterbacks, running back, uh, offensive lineman, receiver. And uh, they still had a chance to beat Nebraska on the road. And uh, the Northwestern defense, uh, it's been a pretty good one. Uh, so last year, there was uh, one team, Alabama, who just basically blew everyone else all year long in the regular season. And that prompted a lot of people to wonder if Alabama was the greatest uh, college football team, if that team was the greatest college football team of all time. Uh, but this year there's two teams that have been doing that, uh, Alabama and Ohio State. Uh, there's really no one coming close to Ohio State this year. You could maybe kind of throw in Wisconsin and LSU, but they kind of had maybe one one game that was relatively cl- close each of the each of those teams. For Wisconsin, uh, or for um, Wisconsin's close game, it came against Northwestern. Really, Northwestern has been the only team that has been able to shut down uh, Wisconsin so far this year. Talked about that on an earlier podcast uh, where 
the score was the final score of that game was 24 to 14, I believe, but the score was misleading uh, because two of those uh, Wisconsin touchdowns came on a pick six and a fumble six. And uh, really, Northwestern was able to hold Wisconsin to eight first downs and 243 yards of total offense. So pretty good uh, defense so far for Northwestern uh, this year. For Ohio State, uh, you know, obviously they've they've looked great. Uh, Fields actually uh, threw an interception last game. I think he almost threw a couple more. So he's kind of shown that uh, he's possibly human after all. Uh, So I think I will stay off this game. Uh, but I did take just a small bet when it opened at, at 28 uh, for on the Northwestern side, but that, that is by no means something that I would probably uh, do now here at 27. So Can I say this is a lean at 27? No, just not, no. you're not even leaning that way. Not, not, not at 27, no. Oh, man. Maybe at 28. I still like the lean here. I still like Northwestern plus the 27 as a lean. I public and money are on Ohio state. No shock there, but the line, the line movement is a little worrisome to me. You know, it's it got a little bit better for Ohio state, a little bit worse for Northwestern. So I don't know what yeah. that is right there. I'm going to lean Northwestern here. Plus the points. All right. All right. The total is uh, opened at 48. It's 50 now with everybody on the over. Yeah, um, look, Northwestern's uh, offense can't play much worse than it has. Well, Hunter Johnson, the quarterback, is supposed to be that back. That might help. Still unclear on the offensive lineman there for um, Northwestern. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll be off, off the over-under. You don't trust it. All right. All right, what else you got, Doc? Well, let's see here. Uh, I see a maybe a... So yes, Tulsa, Cincinnati, that's going to be uh, number 339. 339. I love these rotation numbers. I love it. I love we got somebody who <laughs> follows rotation numbers. All right. right. Tulsa, Cincinnati. Tulsa opened up plus 16. Cincinnati, obviously, minus 16. And now it is minus 17 at Pinnacle, 17 and a half at a few other books. Yeah, it's getting up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, since he's been missing a couple offensive linemen, uh, but they've still been winning. They've got wins over... UCF and Houston. Not sure if those offensive line guys are going to be back in this game against Tulsa. Um, last time out, the Bearcats game, uh, the Bearcats uh, were at Houston. Now, in that game, Houston was without 10 starters um, that had started earlier games for Houston against Oklahoma and Washington State. Um, the quarterback tune for Houston in that game was on a pitch count due to a hamstring injury and uh, so we got to see Logan Holgerson he's the uh, the son of uh, Dana Holgerson there and uh, he got some action in that spot in that spot but um, you know tune was really throwing a good deep ball against Cincinnati and I've talked earlier about how um, Wiggins is out the free safety he was lost for the season uh, a few weeks ago I think maybe that'll come back to bite him at some point Tulsa does have some good wide receivers and a quarterback that can that can get it to them on occasion. So I'm wondering how that's going to work out. On the Tulsa side, you know they suffered this demoralizing loss to SMU. They were dominating the game. It was 30 to nine in the fourth quarter. Tulsa's up in that game. They end up losing the game in overtime. Then they had to go play Navy, an option team. The next week and just got the doors blown off of them. 
Mm. Um, so they've got some good skill players. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what we're going to get here. You know, are we going to get the, the, the Tulsa team that, that, that shut down SMU uh, for three quarters and a Tulsa team that's beaten Wyoming, or are we going to get a team that's kind of packed it in for the season? I like, based on uh, everything in totality, I just the point spread seems too high. I'm going to be coming in on the Tulsa sp- side, especially with the 17 and a half. You might be able to get for 18 in some spots. I think it may be trending that way. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you know, the only thing I do worry about, uh, some caution on the Tulsa side, is just what, what frame of mind they're going to be in this season after, some, after the disappointing loss to, to SMU. Mm. Yeah, the public is on Cincinnati here. I think that's probably not a big surprise. But the money... I can't call it. It's it's a fifty fifty. Hmm. I can't call it either side. So yeah. yeah, who knows what's going on there? I guess you could read into it that the sharps are probably on Cincinnati if it's getting worse for them. Right. I'm leaning Cincinnati in this one. I think they, I think they got a chance, but as this line gets up more, more and more out of control, I'm less and less confident. So it's just a lean here. Yeah, just a lean on Cincinnati. Doc, the total opened at fifty two and just plummeted to forty seven and a half. And everybody's on the under. Yeah, I look. Tulsa's got that uh, really good defense. I don't know if they're getting, still not getting a lot of credit for it. But uh, you know, I don't know what happened in the fourth quarter. Maybe they just changed their game plan. But that SMU, they they really shut down SMU. They shut down Michigan State. um, Played uh, shut down uh, Wyoming. it's uh, it's a pretty good defense, and uh, those offensive linemen being out for Cincinnati that can be a concern there. Mm. Uh, so I, you know, I can see why it's going under. Okay. Or I can see why the line is moving that way. Are you moving that way? Nah. No, I'll be off of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. What else you got? All right. How about uh, Purdue Iowa three forty three. 343. We are looking at, oh my God. Okay, there we go. Uh, Purdue opened up plus 17. I, obviously, I went minus 17. And now it is Purdue plus 18 at, at a few books or 17 and a half at a few others. So right. Like, you can pick your spot here. Probably going to agree with that sort of line movement. Um, Purdue extremely banged up last time out. And we're relying on a lot of freshmen. Uh, in the Maryland game. Now, that was well publicized. I mean, everyone knew that, right? Um, but what wasn't talked about was that the Terps were probably at least as banged up offensively, maybe even more than Purdue in that game. Uh, they had three offensive linemen out, two wide receivers out. Their top running back only had four carries because of an ankle injury. And they were playing with a backup quarterback, Pigram, as well. Uh, so, this final was actually a little bit misleading in the, uh, the Maryland-Purdue game uh, last week. Uh, Pig, Pigram threw a couple of interceptions. Maryland dropped the wide-open touchdown. Um, but, um, so Purdue's still going to be uh, banged up uh, this week, but they might get a couple pieces back on offense. Uh, still un- unclear about that. Iowa has looked good uh, all season defensively. They played two very tough opponents the last two times out uh, losses to Michigan and Penn State and they didn't do much offensively at all in those games uh, but Purdue in this game will be facing a much better offensive line than they faced last week 
against Maryland. Probably lean uh, a little bit towards uh, Iowa here. I like it more at 17. Um, but Purdue's, you know, they're a well, they're a well coached team, and uh, Purdue's covered the spread that last couple times out. Uh, they're just so banged up here that I'd, I'd probably lean Iowa. Yeah, I was, I'm, I was actually thinking about betting Iowa. I, I liked it a lot better when it was 17. 18's a little worrisome to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to lean Iowa here. I'm not going to bet them. Public yeah. is on Purdue, uh, interestingly enough. Money's on Iowa, so the line's moving in the right direction. So that is interesting that the public would be on Purdue. Yeah, yeah, the public usually likes their chalk. It's a, yeah. it very interesting. Um, see, the total opened at 51 and a half. It's 48 now. Every, everybody's on the under. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but uh, I'll, I'll be off this one. I don't really have a read one way or the other on the over-under. Okay, okay. What else you got on tap? Well, let's see. There's always, guess who plays this week? Uh, the Kansas Jayhawks. Oh. What number is that? Uh, 349. Yeah. I'll tell you real quick. Sex Panther was leaning Jayhawks. Wow. There it is. But, uh, Jayhawks opened. Yeah, Jayhawks so, opened up plus 22. They're plus 21 now. Or, yeah, looks like, looks like you could get, could get 21 and a half. 21, 21 and a half. Yeah, I, I saw all of the game as high as 24, I think, at one oh, point. Uh, man. Earlier, very early. Um, so I think this line move is probably based on the rash of entries mounting for Texas, not only offensively, but especially defensively. So in addition to all those secondary injuries for Texas, the senior linebacker, McCulloch, he's out with a, a collarbone issue. Wide receiver Johnson, uh, he's questionable due to concussion. Um, so and maybe the line move is, is to do a little bit with uh, comparing this to the Oklahoma-KU game where KU covered the spread. Uh, so maybe people are thinking, well, you know, that, that might lead to a Kansas cover here. Look, uh, I think Texas is still probably a top 16 or so. Um and all those injuries, I don't think any of them are season-ending. So I think eventually they're going to get most of those guys back. Maybe they can still make a Big 12 run. Uh, but um, maybe we can make some money on Texas down the stretch. But So as far as this game and betting it, can't, uh, on the KU side, even with all of Texas's injuries, they still may be 21 points better than Kansas. Um, you know, I think Sex Panther uh, maybe hit on this a little bit, but – KU was outgained by TCU um, by 466 yards. So I'm not going to get involved on Kansas here. You say it's like like it's a bad thing. Like 460 <laughs> yards. Right. Yeah. So. so no leans, no bets? You're just, just ignoring this game? Ignoring it. I'm going to be off this one. I just can't get involved either way here. All right, well, I'm going to get back in the Wayback Machine, and, and we're going to go way back, way back to the beginning of the season when – Everybody, well, two people were telling me specifically, Texas was going to win the Big 12. They were the best team in the Big 12. It hasn't yeah. quite looked that way, but I think they can get correct today. I am going to lean Texas here in the bet. I can't bet against the Jayhawks. I would yeah. like to, but I think Texas covers this spread. I think so. I think if I was going to go one way or the other at 21, it would still be towards Texas. But uh, yeah. 
And the money yeah. is on the Jayhawks. So the line move that we're seeing there, 22 down to 21, 21 and a half, it, it seemingly makes sense. Public's on Texas. I don't like going against the money, but I, I, yeah, I think the, uh, I think that's probably the, the play here. Uh, the total opened at 61. It's 62 and a half now. The public's on the over. The money is on the under. Yeah, that's that's kind of a curious one there, especially due to all the injuries on the defensive side of the ball for Texas. But uh, I don't know if I expect Kansas to really do a lot offensively in this game. So I'm, I'm not going to be on this one over yeah. under rest. I mean, Kansas is only prayers to make it look ugly, and then the under hits. Right. If Texas is well, hell, even if Texas is rolling, Kansas still there's no guarantee they're going to score. I'm really thinking the under might be the play there. Hmm. All right. What else you got? All right. I think we've got. Let's see. What's the number here? We got an Arizona State Utah game. We we absolutely have to talk about. Is that the next game on the? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think we can go with that one. All right, let's 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 go with that one. Arizona State, let's see, this is 359. They opened up at 13 and a half, plus, excuse me, plus 13 and a half, and they are plus 13 and a half now. All right, I think I, uh, I'm seeing maybe a 14 out there as it's well. Just about to, it's just about to flip. 13, Utah minus 13 and a half is paying negative 112, so it's just about to flip. Okay. 14. Yeah, so, I mean, this, this I would say, does – sort of appear to be a big line uh, for Utah going up against the fellow uh, division one uh, or division team. Uh, that's also five and one, both these teams five and one. And of course we've talked about both of these teams on the, the podcast before, but uh, Utah, their only loss this year is at USC. And I think they were a bit unlucky there. Uh, we talked about the USC receivers or the USC and their skill players, especially at the receiver position. That's one reason why I believe last week I was slightly leaning towards SC in that Notre Dame game because USC has all these amazing skill players. In that game against Utah, USC threw the ball up. Those skill players came down with it, and they won the game plain and simple. Um, so I thought uh, Utah just, just was a little bit unlucky uh, due, due to that. Um, other than that, they've basically been completely dominant, Utah has. So, you know, on the flip side of that, uh, you know, talk about Arizona State's fortune. We, we've talked about the, their win on the road in East Lansing when they were out game 2-1 to one and, and, and Michigan State misses three field goals. They weren't looking fantastic to start the season versus uh, Kent State and Cal State Sacramento. Offense was not clicking. Uh, last time out against Washington State, they actually needed a 10-play, 75-yard touchdown drive with two minutes remaining to get the home win uh, against uh, Washington State. And that Washington State team is a team that was completely dismantled by Utah uh, a few weeks ago. So Jaden Daniels, he's the quarterback, freshman quarterback at Arizona State. He's going to be on the road. I think he's played pretty well this year. It's been pretty impressive, but now he's getting a tremendous amount of hype. He's not under the radar anymore. Everyone's talking about how great he is. Um, Herm Edwards here is looking to prove all the doubters wrong by taking command of this South division. If they win this one, then they would have a home game against USC, the other division leader. So, look, I'll probably say I'll lean Utah here. 
Uh, I, but I think Utah gets Arizona State's best shot. One stat that's being thrown out there is Herm Edwards has never lost, and I assume that means that we're talking about the year and a half that he's been at Arizona State, but he's never lost by more than seven in a, uh, a conference game. Uh, in the wow, I, I didn't know that. Now, if you look at last year's game, he um, Arizona State, so the two teams that played in the in the Pac-12 championship, you've got Washington and Utah, right? Uh, Arizona State covered the spread against Washington last year, only losing by seven, and then they actually beat Utah last year, thirty-eight to twenty. That was in Tempe, so this one's going to be uh, at Utah. So, uh, just uh, some background there. So, I would probably lean Utah still here because okay. they have so much talent. All right. Public and money are both on Arizona State. And the line not moving made me really curious to be on Utah. If it moves to negative 14, I'm even even more curious. I'm going to bet it any, any, in any case. I'm going to take Utah minus 13 and a half right now. Lock it in. I'm betting them. Wow. There we go. So hopefully Herm Edwards does not get it done. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm keenly aware of what Herm yeah. Edwards is capable of. I've, I've seen him up close and personal. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the total opened up. Oh, by the way, Sex Panther was leaning here, U- Utah. So, so okay, well there we go. All right, forty nine and a half is where it opened. Forty six is where it's at now in the total, and everybody is taking the under again. Yeah, uh, I guess that's kind of understandable. I mean, should have some pretty good defenses here, so uh, we'll see. But, uh, I mean, I think Arizona State's gotten a little bit better offensively recently because they've got some offensive line things worked out. But uh, I'm not going to be on this over-under. Okay. All right. Next up. All right. Let's see here. We've got an Oregon State-California game. That's going to be 365. All right. Oops. Okay. Oregon State, California 365. It opened up with California minus 11 and a half, and now they are minus 11 even. Yeah. If I, uh, if I end up betting this one, I think I'm going to, um, it, it's, look, this is more probably for me a bet against Cal. Okay. Um, I mean, I haven't followed Oregon State too closely since the Hawaii game, uh, which I was on Oregon State in that one, and they covered the spread for me there. Um, but you know, Cal's going to be without the quarterback Garbers, and I think that's a pretty big loss for them. Uh, and they may have some big offensive line issues here. Uh, they've got a center and a tackle that may be out. I'm not sure if both of those guys are going to be out or one, or maybe none, but even if those two play, I still think Oregon State has a shot in this game. If they don't play, I, I would think Cal's going to be in big trouble. Um, Pop, Cal played a quote-unquote close game against Oregon last time out. Uh, but if you look a little bit further, Oregon turned the ball over on their first three possessions, and it was a low-possession game. So it was just kind of hard for them to really get going in that game. Cal's a team that runs the ball and takes a lot off the clock, so that, that contributed to that. Um, Oregon State might get back last year's Pac-12 freshman, offensive freshman of the year. He rushed for 1,400 yards last year. Uh, Jamar, Je- Jer- Jamar Jefferson, um, he's missed uh, some time the last few games with an ankle injury, so 
I think they might get him back, and um, I'm going to say I'll bet Oregon State here. Oh, you're going to bet him? Yeah, going to bet. I didn't see this coming. All right. Uh, public is split right down the middle. Money is on Oregon State, so the line is moving in the right direction, seemingly. Or no, it's not. I'm. Yeah, no, it is. It's getting a little bit worse for them. A little bit, a little bit better for California. Man, I don't know. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I'm leaning California here, but I don't. I don't want. I was gonna bet them, but I don't want to bet against you right now. So <laughs> <laughs> don't be. Hey, you know, don't you? You gotta. You gotta fire when it's right. Right, Arch. Okay, well, let's do it. Let, I'll, I'll bet against no. you. Let's see what happens. Let's do it. Yeah. Mono a mono. I'm going to bet California <laughs> minus 11 against your Oregon State. Plus oh. okay. All right. Let's do it. Uh, let's see. 52 is where the total opened. It is 51 and a half now with everybody on the under. Again. Boy, there's a lot of underplays. Yeah, if Cal is not going to have those offensive linemen and, and is going to be missed, missed off as, at the quarterback position, I can agree with the under here. Um, I'm not going to bet it, but I can see why it's going down. Okay. What else you got on tap? Well, we've got an Oregon uh, plant at Washington. All right, next That time. one is 367. Yeah. All right, 367. We are looking at Oregon. Opened up minus three, Washington plus three, and now it has moved to everybody's favorite, two and a half. Oregon minus two and a half. And it might it shift. It's, it's negative 111 right now. Well, I mean, how can you just not take it uh, with at two and a half? You you got to go, you know, Oregon's going to win by a field goal at least, right? For sure. You think so? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that yeah, two, two and a half number two and a half is scary. Is, uh, yeah, a scary one. But uh, last year, Oregon beat uh, Washington, in, and that was in Eugene. Uh, Washington missed a field goal to win it. Then Oregon won it in overtime. This year it's going to be at Washington. Look, Oregon should win this game. But um, the coaching for Oregon, just plain and simple, is not that good. And the coaching for Washington is probably, you know, one of the best coaching staffs in the nation. So, uh, I'm not looking to lay any points uh, with Oregon in this spot. Um, I think if you switch the coaches around, the Oregon would, would win this game. They, they have such a dominant, um, a ridiculous offensive line at Oregon. Oregon should win this game. They probably should cover. Um, I think Oregon's defense, while very good, is setting up to be a little bit overrated, and I might try to look at the total here okay but on the spread you're not going one way or the other no okay uh no because i think oregon should win but uh, i'm not going to trust that coaching staff that i've seen just blow games against auburn and there's no way auburn should have won that game that was just bad coaching sex panther is betting oregon here that was his pick yesterday i'm leaning washington here i i'm not quite gonna bet it uh, but two and a half it's always scary. I like to, <laughs> I like to be on the dog at two and a half almost all the time. Oh, yeah. uh, 49 and a half is where it opened. It's 48 and a half now. And guess what? Everybody's taking the under. Mm, yeah. I, that, that's fantastic news for me because I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> you like the over, over 48. Look, uh, well, look, well, like I said, while 
Oregon's defense is very good. It's you look at who they've played, who have they played. Yeah. Nobody. Um, so, I mean, Cal does not have a good look. Yeah. I mean, just kind of look at who they've played. And I think Washington's got some, some weapons uh, offensively, and they got a, a five-star back this year. So. All right, you've convinced me. I'm changing my bet from uh, a, a lean to a bet. I'm going to take Washington plus the two and a half now. Oh, boy. There we go. I can fade Sex Panther. I get your endorsement. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. I, I told you. I just said three times, like, Oregon is like they should win on paper. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm reading you. I'm reading you. I'm reading between the lines, Doc. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. okay. Uh, what else you got? We'll see. We've got a uh, Baylor at uh, Oklahoma. State Big 12 matchup here. So that one's going to be 389. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Highlight of that 389. Baylor opened up plus three and a half. Oklahoma State minus three and a half. And that's what you're getting. Three and a half. All right. So I, I did throw this one out there a little bit on the thread uh, um, earlier in the week, maybe two, three days ago. And I think at that point it was actually at three about to change to three, three and a half. So yes. at some point, I think it dipped down to three. Yeah, it did. Um, but I was able to grab the money line and actually put it out there on a thread at minus 160 on Oklahoma State, just because I thought it would it would probably go this way and uh, that ship would sail. Uh, should be a good game. I'm not saying Baylor has no chance of winning this game at all. Um, these two teams have a common opponent. Okay, They both played Texas Tech. And uh, Texas Tech really beat Oklahoma State pretty soundly. Uh, at one point in the fourth, it was 45 to 21, regardless of what the 45 to 35 final score was. It was 45 to 21 in the fourth quarter. Texas Tech up. Baylor probably should have lost to Texas Tech last time out. Um, so this was a very interesting game. The big controversy. Baylor fumbled in overtime. And uh, it was awarded, the ball was awarded back to Baylor with an illegal snap penalty. So all Baylor lost was five yards. They should have lost the ball. Uh, Dean Blandino quickly came on and said that the slap, snap was not illegal. The Big 12 admitted to making a mistake in this game. Baylor ends up scoring on that possession and uh, wins in time. So uh, now for Baylor, I think this line move has maybe a little bit to do with the fact that it was announced that Clay Johnston, the linebacker for Baylor, is going to miss the remainder of the season. Or it could be due to the fact that Oklahoma State's offensive line should be healthier. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would say I'm going I, – I, I like what I got earlier with Oklahoma State money line at uh, – I'm probably going to stay off of 3.5 and 20 line. Now, one thing in this is Baylor can't kick field goals of 42 yards or greater. They had a couple chances to kick 42-yard field goals. They will not do it because they do not trust their All right. You're with Sex Panther here. He okay. took he took Oklahoma City or Oklahoma State minus the points. He bet that. Mm, okay. Yeah. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Public and money are both on, on, the, on the Cowboys here. <laughs> I'm gonna lean Baylor here. Yeah, I don't like the line movement at all, or lack thereof, or what it's been doing. So I'm just gonna lean Baylor here. Yeah. All right, finally, 
Finally, 63 and a half is where the total opened. It's 68 now with everybody on the over. Yeah, I, I agree with that line. I almost want to take it at 68, which would be very rare for me to do. Um, going over here, I think the tick up probably has a lot to do with Clay Johnston being out for Baylor. He's one of their two best players, easily, possibly linebacker, leading tackler. 58 tackles this year, eight tackles for loss. Plays every play. I think he sits out like one series a game. And uh, he's the dude for them uh, on the linebacking for Baylor. He's here. So. Very good. Um, yeah. So. Right. so lean over. Is that what you're saying? Lean yeah. over? Yeah, yeah, lean over. Yep. All right. What else you got? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm off the totals, by the way. I'm done. I, I did my total time, and I'm, 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 I am. I'm, okay, because I saw a couple this year that you could have gone in on, but you're, 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 you're a couple too. You've changed, you've uh, cashed out ahead. Cashed out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take Kentucky, Georgia over, which would be a play. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I think that's a smart, smart decision not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got North Carolina. Uh, at Virginia Tech, three ninety-seven arch, and yes, I'm going to go against a lot of people. I bet in this game, arch. Um, the sky is falling at Virginia Tech here. First of all, what do you get this line at, arch? Oh, sorry, sorry. Three ninety-seven is uh, open up three and a half minus three and a half North Carolina plus three and a half VTech, and it is three and a half still. Yeah, although it, it might get it might might get to four. It's it's tough to tell, or it might yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I look. I, I was tempted to throw this one out on the thread as well, just because I didn't want the ship to sail on it. But then I just kind of looking at it, I was like, I think this this game might either stay at three point five or maybe it might go to four. So I don't think you know. I think I can hold off on this one. Um, but uh, look. Virginia Tech team, it's a team where, you know, everything is going wrong. The sky is falling. But, hey, now they're four and two. They got a chance to be five and two. Um, they have an ACC win over a Miami team that was projected to win the ACC Coastal Division by everyone. Okay. And uh, they're going to be taking on a, a Carolina team who also has a win over the Miami Hurricanes, and uh, they're going to be coming off a bye. Now, here's a here's a thing about statistics, Arch, and uh, I'll just just briefly talk about this. I'm not a statistics guy in the way they're used in sports betting, and I've talked about it from the very beginning. You know, I'll give the example of the game where I I, I talked on a podcast. So I thought that Notre Dame Georgia game was being bet up towards Georgia. On this idea that Notre Dame had this 120th ranked defense, rushing defense. And I'm like, it's two games, you know? And so I leaned. I actually took a play on on uh, Notre Dame. The game covered. And I, I just think it was a bad statistic that was being used to drive up a line. Uh, there was another example in the Boston College game. I talked about how Satterfield it was out there. He was 9-0-1 ATS. Coming off a bye, it was the Louisville-Boston College game. I said, I thought the, the Louisville-Boston College game should be four and a half, but it was actually six and a half because of this stat uh, that, that, that betters love. And uh, Boston College ended up covering that game. I had a lean on Boston College. Now, here's a stat 
Uh, the coach here, what's his name? Mac Brown, 37 and one coming off a of bye. And I think that stat is, is in part being used to drive this line up towards. Um, they're expecting North Carolina to be very good off a of bye. So, uh, look, last time out, Virginia Tech, they got a win over a one and five Rhode Island team. Uh, they won 34 to 17. Uh, they've got a new starting quarterback, Henson Hooker. And um, he actually started a road game, got the win over Miami. He's a little bit more mobile, and he's more willing to run than the KU transfer uh, Willis was. Uh, last week, Virginia Tech was down to four scholarship wide receivers versus Rhode Island. So that score is a little misleading. They're going to have those guys back, the wide receivers back. And uh, I think Virginia Tech maybe gets the offense rolling here. Um, Bud Foster, lunch pail defense. I'm taking Virginia Tech plus those points, 3.5. Nice. Yeah, you are going against everybody. The public and the money are solidly on North Carolina. And the line's not moving, though. That That's always that's always something you got to pay attention to. And that's, yeah. it's, it seems to be glued at three and a half. Yeah. Man, I like that an awful lot. I'm well aware of Mac Brown, too, by the way. I've, I've seen many of his teams. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to call him the Dean Smith of college football. I've yeah. never seen anybody do less with more than Mac Brown. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, let's do it, man. I'll do it. I'll, I'll jump on it with you. Virginia Tech plus three and a half. I'll bet it. There we go. Yeah. Uh, the total here, let's see, it's 57 and a half is where it opened. It downshifted just ever so slightly to 57 with the public on the over and the money on the under. Yeah, and, and I'm really surprised at that line movement and the money being on the under and the public being on the over. Um, one thing I haven't even mentioned in this game is the fact that UNC is down four starters in their secondary. Oof. Okay, And with all those players out, how the quarterback for UNC has thrown the deep ball really well. He's got really good skilled players at the wide receiver position. He's got home run hitters at the uh, running back uh, position, a three-headed monster there. And uh, with all that going on, and I think uh, Virginia Tech getting a little more cohesive on the offensive line, getting their wide receivers back, I'm really surprised to see those sharps or the, that money taking this under. I would lean uh, over here, actually. Mm. I'm not sure I'm going to bet it, but uh, yeah. I'll put you in there. Lean over. Okay. What else you have? Anything else? You're running out of running out of real estate here. There can't be too many left. <laughs> See, we got Iowa State, Texas Tech. Um, we're all over the Big Twelve today. On that one, oh yeah, some Big Twelve. Uh, yes. Okay. Let's see. I'll tell you. Let's four, four, see. Yeah. All right. There we go. Uh, so Texas Tech opened up as a six-point home dog. And now they're a seven-point home dog, and it might get worse. Yeah, because let's see, bet three sixty-five just shifted it over to seven and a half, so it might get worse. Wow. Yeah, another kind of surprising, uh, maybe well, maybe not surprising line move, but look, Texas Tech the last three times out, they played at Oklahoma, and they played Oklahoma State at home, then at Baylor. Quarterback Bowman has been out. They've been playing with Jet Duffy. And he's looked pretty good to me. Um, the Red Raiders defense looked awful against Oklahoma. The tackling was terrible. Uh, but then against Oklahoma State and Baylor, the defenses looked pretty solid. 
Um, Iowa State lost Jaquan Bailey. Uh, he was a guy that had a chance to be the all-time sacks leader at Iowa State. Now it looks like Greg Eisworth, um, he's sort of a nickelback uh, linebacker type, safety type player. I don't know what position he plays there, but he's a captain, first team, all Big 12 last year. Looks like he's going to be out of this game. But those two guys out, mm-hmm. Texas Tech catching, what, seven and a half now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least seven. one book. I yeah. mean, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be on Texas Tech here at uh, those seven points. I like it. I think that's actually probably the play. Uh, uh, public and money are both on Iowa State. So the line is moving in the right direction. But man, uh, a home favorite against Iowa State or home dog against Iowa State. I'm not so sure about that. I will probably, yeah, I need to bet a few more games. I'll bet it with you. I'll bet Texas Tech plus the seven. All right. 57 and a half is where it opened total wise. It is 57 now. So it's trending under with the public and the money on the over. Trending under. Yeah. Uh, I would stay off that game because of the uh, Iowa State uh, defense. Um, I don't know. I, I can see conflicting stuff either way here. So I, I'll, I'd stay off the over-under here. All right. All right. Seems like an underplay. Just saying. <laughs> you gonna t- you going to be taking that? No! i got to okay. stop. I've got to stop. <laughs> what else you got? All right. Uh, well, we got Michigan State or Michigan at Penn State. That's hard to say because it's like Penn State, Michigan, you know, it's like I said I you know, I fucked that up last yesterday. I said Michigan State and Panther got all bent out of shape. <laughs> well, it is Michigan, the uh, the Michigan Wolverines. Yes, and they opened at plus seven and a half, Penn State minus seven and a half, and now it is nine. Michigan mm-hmm. plus nine. Yeah. I don't really wanna touch either team here. Um, I do feel like preseason, this would have been closer to a pick or maybe Penn State uh, minus a point or two. Um, I, so uh, I, I, <laughs> I brought this game up all, all to say that I'd probably stay off of it. Uh, maybe just the slightest lean towards Michigan, uh, but maybe just the slightest. And, and as far as the over-under, um, yeah, what do you got there on that one? 45. Open 47 now with the public on the under and the money on the over. So it's trending over with the public on the under, money on the over. Yeah, I like uh, I like this. I like where the line's going over here. I don't know if I'd take it at that number, but uh, I guess I would lean over based on that. Lean over. So you're basically saying only a fool would bet this game. Is that is that what I'm, I'm, I'm reading you as? Like, I mean, shouldn't... the only reason you would – bet on this game being action in here is if you actually were, were completely and utterly clueless. All right. Well, Sex Panther took Penn State minus six points. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie. I kind of thought this in action on this game, Arch. Let's yeah, see. yeah. You set them up, or I set them up, you knock them down. That's how, that's <laughs> how we roll here. So. All right. So yeah. Sex Panther's totally clueless. Anything else you got? Air Force Hawaii? So, what do you like in that one, Arch? Oh, I you don't. Brought it I up don't, for a reason. I, I I don't really have a hard play on this one either way. Okay. <laughs> I did. I did lean Air Force early in the week at uh, two point five. I just took a little small, small, small bet on, on Monday right when the line came out, just based on a feel. Uh, but I, I'm not betting it right now. So okay, okay. So is that it? Are you all you all done? How about? 
I kind of want to go back to that Georgia game too and see what your thoughts are on that one. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be in action on this game at this point in time. Um, I think Kentucky is down this year. Um, the team that they played last week, who, who did they play last week? They came away when, but the team that they won against, I think, pathetic, whoever it was. Um, and they're playing with uh, a receiver. I think they played with the receiver at the quarterback position last week. And um, I've been, you know, ready to go against Georgia. And I think when I picked Tennessee against Georgia, I think I was on the right side of that game. I think Georgia returned a fumble for 60 yards in the last four minutes of the game. That cost me the, the spread in that one. And then, of course, Georgia losing last game. But if I'm going to pick against Georgia, I'm not going to be betting on a Kentucky team here. So I'll so, be off. Okay. Just, just so you know, Sex Panther took Kentucky plus a points. Okay. Okay. You, are you in action in that game? No, I don't, I don't like this one at all. I mean – I would kind of be leaning Kentucky, but just because I, you know, I'll just take all those points, but uh, I'm, I'm off the game. I'm going to lean uh, Miami of Ohio, just by the way, one last one. Sure. I, I'm a little bit afraid to just go full go behind that because Gabbard, the freshman quarterback, just kind of scares me a little bit. But uh, I think this is a team that probably should win, and they're getting, a, I think, two and a half points against Two and a half points at in yep. action, yeah. So that's just a, a lean there. Okay. Yep. All right. If there's anything else you want to t- touch on, I think that's it. Okay. All right. So we can close up shop here. That is it. So hopefully it wasn't too jarring to have Sex Panther one day, Doctor Earns the other day. I I think it went well. Okay. I think I think so. I think so. Yeah. So if you guys are listening, obviously, you know how you got it. Just keep doing what you're doing. If you're listening to the podcast, just keep going back to the same site, bookmark it, and then just keep going back and listen to all the episodes because, you know, we talk about everything under the sun. Obviously, we're on Patreon. We post our written picks, like the whole sheet here, the whole sheet of Sex Panthers picks, my picks, Ernst's picks, and which way the money is and which way it's trending. You know, we put all this stuff up on Patreon if you if you want to support the show. Otherwise, you know, we just appreciate you listening. That's that's good enough for, for me. But uh, yeah, I guess, you know, give us a, a rating or a comment. You know, we're hanging out on Patreon all the time. Sometimes Dr. Earns pops in and tells you to take a money line and uh, sometimes he doesn't. You just never know. Earns is a man of mystery. <laughs> we don't ask questions. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to say about that. Okay, there you go. See, he's mystery, hey, mysterious. Would you like me to close this one out for us, Arch? Oh, yeah, please, if you want okay. to. I, and just remember, um, all, all the patrons uh, and, and degenerates, make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. DLM's Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.